is up welcome back to totally unprompted how are y'all doing today sorry if my voice sounds terrible i called my mom this morning and she was like what's wrong with you i was like what do you like what do you mean she was like you sound terrible i was like oh okay awesome but don't be concerned i'm totally like i'm fine i'm not sick or anything i just worked a long shift last night and uh I just have to talk to a lot of people, and now I've got got a fun, raspy voice, but do not be alarmed. I'm totally fine. So jumping right on in, today's topic is how to get better at spending time alone, which was one of the suggestions from when I asked people to send in what they were thinking about and what they wanted to hear from the Instagram. So starting that series with how to spend time alone which I think is super relevant now because it's summertime and you're either traveling or you're home away from your college town where your friends are and you're just probably spending a lot more time alone. At least for me, that is at least the last couple summers have kind of been what that is. Uh, I usually live in my college town each summer because I love it here, but that's usually when all my friends kind of clear out. So it can be a lot of alone time. And I was definitely someone who, as a as an extrovert at heart, I was not always good at spending time alone. But now that I've gotten older and I've kind of had to get good at it, I actually really love it. And I think everybody, I mean, everyone will say that I think that, I think everybody will say at least that they sort of need their alone time. But not always are we so good at that. So I wanted to just give people some concrete things that I feel like I've learned about how to spend time alone and how as an extrovert I've really come to love it so just starting off um first thing I would say about starting to be comfortable spending time alone is picking out those things that you really appreciate about being by yourself like those things that you can't really have and do if you're with other people so like going to like picking what you want to eat for that night if you want to cook or if you want to stay in or if you want to uh, watch whatever movie you want to watch or listen to music out loud or not have to like check with your roommate if like I share bathroom so like are they gonna shower am I gonna shower like you know you don't have to like trade off that time like you're totally on your own time you can do whatever you want and you don't have to kind of you don't have to wait for other people to like make their decisions for you to be able to do what you want to do same with like picking your own restaurant like I live with five other or four other people there's five of us like trying to pick what we want to eat is like always so hard because you're just naturally dealing with a lot of opinions but something I really appreciate about being by myself is that I don't have to go through all of that decision making process I can just be like what do I want and then do that which is really nice and it kind of I didn't really realize about I didn't really realize the stuff that I appreciated about being by myself until I studied abroad and I went on a solo trip to London while I was there and basically I just to give you a little rundown went to London for a weekend by myself stayed in a hotel by myself went to museums by myself ate dinner in restaurants by myself and it I had the best time 
like one of my favorite weekends of abroad and I had so much fun like I did not think I could have that much fun just spending time alone with myself like I could go and wander around in museums for literally like hours and not like actually hours which is not something that I thought I could ever do and I was so I was just like so calm and so happy because not that I I, again love being around other people but when you are able to just sit and not feel like you are responsible for everybody else around you which maybe this is not something that everybody experiences but I feel like when I'm in a group of people I'm subconsciously aware of what they of their needs and it's like okay do they want to leave right now or do they not want to leave and I want to leave or what do they want to be doing or am I talking too much or am I not talking enough or like I don't know I just get very in my head when I'm with other people whether I'm aware that I'm doing that or not and it's hard to not be so aware of other people's feelings and their needs so when you're by yourself you can just sort of be and do whatever you want and you're not you don't have to care about everything else going on around you so when I really learned I was like wow being by myself is so relaxing I was able to pick apart those things that I appreciated being by myself so I encourage you to sit and and like think like okay what are things that I can't do when I'm with a group of people so start to appreciate that time And the next thing about being alone, which is sort of an underlying thing that might call for some deeper work and reflection that I'm not qualified to give, but being alone isn't really about, like, yes, you should love yourself and whatever. That's a cliche. And you should, but it's about liking yourself. Like, if you can sit alone and, like, be happy and enjoy the time alone, like, because you like, like, you have to just like being with yourself. Like, I find myself, I love like being able to talk to people around me or just sit with my thoughts and I enjoy, I enjoy sitting with myself and there's not really much more to that other than I just find, like, I think I'm kind of funny. I make myself laugh and I uh, just have a lot going on in my brain and, you know, it's not, it's, it, that sounds like it's scary. It's not always scary, but when I have a lot going on in my brain, I can just kind of like just go through my thoughts and sit there and be mellow and hang and like because I just like being there. So there's like I said, there's not much to it. So deep dive and be like, what do I like about myself? Like if I were a person separate from myself, what would I enjoy about me? I hope that makes I hope that makes some sense. But yes, anyway, one thing like once again, I'm trying to give like concrete things that you can do to be better about being alone with yourself. And one thing that I had to get, I really just had to get good at doing was sitting alone, like eating alone in restaurants. And also I was able to do that, like even just freshman year of college, um, just sitting in the dining hall alone. But I feel like that's easier to do because you can like put your headphones in or whatever and just kind of zone out and you don't feel that awkward but when I was abroad I like Sarah would have classes or my friends would be in class and like I would have to go sit somewhere by myself and in Europe it's not like one of the things I learned while being there was that it's not weird to eat by yourself like it's not like, it's kind of an American thing to be, like, we're really social and, like, you should be with other people. It's, like, awkward. Like, oh, if they're sitting alone, like, what's wrong with them? But 
that was a thing that was normal. So I was like, fuck it. Like, I'm going to go try this. So went and would sit alone, like, for lunch or something and try. I would try my best to, like, not be on my phone. But I like eating by myself is something that I've actually learned to really love doing. So try to take yourself out to a meal if you're trying to get better at being alone and just realize that like nobody cares no one's looking at you no one cares and even if they do like I think that's a lot of what stops people from eating alone or like doing things alone is because they're worried about how other people are going to perceive them but if you just kind of like take a step back and you're like okay no one is looking at me no one cares so if you take the insecurity about what it the like the optics of being alone then you'll take away a layer of stress and it'll be a little bit more like enjoyable and it also brings me back to the things that I like being like I like about being alone eating alone spending time alone is just the people watching and getting to like enjoy your environment and be super it's just a way to be really present And I find that I'm not always great at that. Like, I have a thousand things going on in my life, in my head. And I have, like, okay, I have to do this, this, and this. And I'm not, like, really where I... I'm not, like, be where your feet are. I was not always like that. So one thing I really like about eating by myself is because I get to do that. That I'm, like, I'm not in conversation. I'm just me in the space. And I can look around and, like, be just like be you know you also don't have to like go to a restaurant and sit to like I don't know why I'm like so focused on like if you're eating alone because I think that's a conversation that I've had I feel like that's a conversation that I've had a lot but it can be like going on a walk by yourself and just you know doing that alone or just like doing a chore that you've put off and then spending that time alone and just appreciating those little moments where you do get to be by yourself I just feel like once you start looking at your time alone as a privilege you'll start to change your mindset about being alone and it won't be as much of a fear you know like I think that's kind of where people come from it's like of this fear of being alone but if you kind of reverse your mindset on that it won't be as bad like when I like the summer I got home from abroad um I don't know if y'all know about, like, there's, like, the stages of studying abroad, or not even studying abroad, but, like, going abroad. It's, like, the honeymoon stage, and then it's, like, a whole, like, wave kind of thing. And I had come down from my honeymoon phase of being home, and I was not, I was not okay. I was alone most of my days. Like, nobody was in my apartment in Athens. Felt super sad and honestly, like, borderline depressed. Like, I was really, I was really not good. And I also felt like I'd forgotten how to interact with people because I was alone so much that I was, like, like so secluded. It was weird. But once I started remembering those things that I had learned abroad when I was in London and incorporating all of that into, like, understanding the things that I could do my, by myself on the day-to-day that I actually really loved, I started to love being alone and, like, having the apartment to myself and coming and going as I pleased and not having to answer anybody or playing my music out loud or taking my phone calls out loud in my space. And like, I just regained my appreciation for spending time alone and learned the balance of keeping up friendships and taking time for yourself. Like balancing those two things is really not easy. 
and you know maybe we can talk about that on a different podcast of just like balancing social life and personal life and whatever but yeah I mean I just think that being alone is such an important part of life and something that we all have to deal with at some point and so if you can make yourself better at it and improve then you won't I don't know it's like won't have to be a fear and like a sad spot in your life where you're like fuck I gotta be alone for these certain hours of the day especially now like that was a big request I got of what people wanted to hear about was like post-grad life and that transition which I definitely will talk about that one soon because I'm so I so feel that and we're so in the same boat right now and you know even if you're not just a newly graduated college senior and you're switching jobs or moving cities it's like that's something that we're all dealing with whenever you have a change or big transition in your life and so it's something that you're always going to need to be good at and continue to be better at so I hope that was helpful and you can kind of learn a little bit from my own sort of experiences um you know I don't know everything, obviously, but this is something that I really resonated with. And I was so glad that somebody had said this and said that they wanted to hear about it because it's been a big part of my life. So I hope that hope that resonates with you. And, uh, you know, if it if it does, let me know. Um, I love to hear when people are like this really helped me because that makes me feel like this is worth it and that people are getting something out of this this podcast i mean but yeah awesome thanks for listening and i'll see you guys next week